things. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And this is a listener email episode. Listener email. We so appreciate your emails, yeah. by the way. We yeah. Get, we get a lot of nice emails, not just stories like shit shows, but we also just get a lot of nice stories, like like emails that are just like, hey, are, your show's helping me out. Your show makes me feel better. It makes me less alone feeling. And... You and know, we love those. Interesting too is that like uh, we'll get emails like that, and it usually comes at like a really terrible time, like everything's falling apart, and then like Betsy will send me a copy of the email or we'll see it, and it's just like, oh, okay, That's, yeah, it, yeah, it helps us out too, which is interesting. It's true. It goes yeah. so yeah. I'm glad that we're helping a lot of you guys out, and and know that you guys are helping us out. Yep, absolutely. It's. Beautiful. So let me get right to it, right? Yeah, let's do it. So I have a story here from Allie Davis, um, and it's called Camping with Kids for the First Time. Oh. Great. Well, you've camped with your kids. Let's see. I'm still too afraid. I glam- I'm like glammed. You yeah, glammed. Yeah. Um, Let's just say that my first mistake was not bringing any alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Camping. Okay. (laughs) Thank all that is good and holy. I remembered the cold brew coffee. Yeah. Backstory. I'm an adoptive mom of three kids. My husband and I went from zero to three and adopted a seven-year-old boy, a six-year-old girl, and a seven-month-old baby girl at the time of the camping trip. Wait. What? She, I think they adopted three kids at once is at what she's saying. Time. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right. We had already planned a trip for a group from our church. So instead of backing out, we jumped in feet first like idiots. OK, got it. So so it sounds like. Oh, it all happened. It at just kind of all happened. Time. And they were like, let's just keep. Let's just wow. go camping. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Allie. OK. Got it. We decided to take two cars so that my husband could tow all the gear in his truck and and my SUV could handle all the kids stuff because the baby would need to be fed during the trip. um, I mean, I would assume all the kids would. uh, I had all three kids with me since the seven year old can be mildly helpful by holding the bottle while I drive. He can also be mildly annoying by asking a million questions for three hours. But I digress. Yeah. (laughs) When we arrived at the campsite, I was already very worn down from the nonstop questions. Yes. And kids music as I was unable to play my favorite podcasts. Why mommy drinks. Oh, hello, Allie. Wow. In front of the kids during the drive and therefore had no escape. Yep. When I arrived, I gave the kids a lecture about safety and then I gave them both whistles to use in case they became very, very hurt or very, very lost. Those are in all caps. I think that seems like a smart idea. Oh, lovely. I am not. I'm not I don't know. You're not on board. All right. I mean, I think it's a smart idea. Yeah. I just hate whistles. It, yeah. Whistles. They're yeah. like they're like recorders to me. I, if you Ugh, give my kid a recorder, I will not talk to you ever again. <laughs> I taught Odie to use a recorder the other day. I'm an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I assumed that, like myself as a child, the kids would love exploring and climbing on rocks and logs around the campsite, and I would not need to entertain them. 
that's I that's how I was. Yep. But I was so wrong. Womp womp. <laughs> Instead, the boy just wanted to stand next to me and continue to talk <laughs> while I held the baby since there was com- nowhere to put her. And somehow the girl completely lost her mind. She just could not comprehend being in the woods or something because you could have asked her, Sarah, what is your name? And she would reply, yes. She could not follow any directions and did crazy stuff like put on her swimsuit on top of her clothing, which she has never done before. Oh, my gosh. She was really wigged out by being in the woods. She also could not stop blowing the whistle. So she pretty much spent the first few hours in timeout until she lost the whistle altogether. After setting up camp, my husband and and the guys peace out to get firewood and then it starts pouring rain we are talking full-on lightning and thunder literally five minutes after the men leave i retreat back to the car loading up the kids while uh while myself and another mom and her six-month-old hide in the trunk so that the babies can crawl a little hmm I'm guessing it's a different kind of trunk than I'm imagining. So then we get more questions and talking for the next hour while we wait out the storm. Where's the lightning? I don't see it. Where was it? Why is it raining? When will it stop? How will we eat dinner? When will, can, can we still have s'mores? What if bears come? Stop touching me. What if it never stops raining? Oh my God. At the hotel, I would be done. (laughs) Finally, the rain stops. The guys return. We have dinner. I get the baby to bed. Wow. We do s'mores and I get the kids ready for bed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Success. Yeah, so far this is pretty successful. I lecture them that there's no talking in the tent and they need to be quiet so as not to wake the baby. Yes. I show them to their beds and the first thing the girl says is, that my bed! (laughs) And wakes up the baby. Face palm, silent scream. Oh man, that sucks. Oh, also I forgot to bring pull-ups for our bedwetter. I'm an idiot. Pee in a sleeping bag? How on earth do you deal with that while camping without a washer? Oh my god. But thank goodness my six-year-old is tiny and my friend's nine-month-old is huge because we managed to make his diapers work and prevented any accidents. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> The rest of the weekend was pretty much like that. Next time we need to make sure that other kids come that are their age because I cannot deal with that much constant chatter. At one point, my husband gave me a break and I swam out to the middle of the lake and just sat on a rock for some peace and quiet and considered never coming back. Kaka. I totally mooched booze off the other mom the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. The, the drive home was annoying, but I am also very grateful that I have a baby that likes cars and slept most of the way home. Oh, man, I would have I would have made Ari take it. I would have been like, I'm taking the, the truck and I need to be alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, the first. Oh, however, the worst part is we totally broke the baby. She used to be fairly content playing on her own at home. But the entire week after the trip, she was incessantly fussy, if not held or played constantly with, since I held her nearly the entire weekend. Because when you're camping, there's nowhere you can set them down. And she has three just crying face emojis. Mm. 
So that's my story. Do not go camping without other families so that one, your kids can be entertained by someone else's kids. And two, you can borrow all the things your poor, tired mom brain forgot, like diapers and booze. Keep up the good work, ladies. You are doing a great job. And this podcast has brought me so much peace and comfort like none other since becoming a mom a few months ago. Oh my gosh. Also, I just wanted to say... As a foster slash adopt mom, I feel incredibly lucky to get a lot of grace from people. They see my kids freaking out and they don't judge me because they think I am doing something harder. But I think all moms deserve that same grace and patience. Some of you have grown a human for nine months and birthed that human or two humans. And I think that is uh, its own kind of hard. Mm -hmm. Every mom is called to a very hard path, whether adoption, birth, or miscarriage and other tragedies. And each of those are equally hard in their own way. Yes. And should be respected and supported. And there needs to be more grace and love out there for all the hardworking moms. Oh, amen, girl. Love to you all. You gals bring me so much joy into my week. Keep up the good work. You're doing an awesome job. Signed, tired and going to bed now. Allie Hart. Oh, Allie, that that was... First, I'm going to say thank you. What Mm. you said was amazing. I'm so glad that you're speaking and that you told us your story as an adoptive mom. Yeah. Um, I I think that's a voice that we we should work to get some more on here. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, I have booked two, maybe three camping trips where we were going to go alone. And then we, we chicken out at the last minute and we don't go. And your story has made me feel good about that. Good. Yeah, because I don't think I would have made it. Because you're right. If you don't go with other families, your kids don't have other kids to play with. And then they come to you and they're like, okay, well, what do we do now? Where's the TV? And then, yeah, I just, and then and then I am somebody who won't know what to do. So I need other people around <laughs> to tell me, like, I'll be like, oh, can openers. I forgot that. You know, like. Right. Okay. Can sort of share the load. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. And it's just hard enough wow. to carry a baby, but then you're outside and that you can't sounds like, really sit hard. and feel comfortable. Like, oh, and then she finally did and the other kid woke the baby up. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how did you not lose your mind? No. Oh man. Sorry to rain out. I would going, have been like, I'm done. Going from one to th- going from zero to three kids in like at the same that's, that's that a- is intense. Yeah. Intense. We salute you. Oh, I don't know why yeah. I keep saying We salute you. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> like Bob Hope at the USO tour. We no, salute you. She's a warrior. She's a soldier. Boots on the ground. Yeah, her boots are on the ground. All right. Absolutely. We salute you, Allie. Thanks All right. for writing. Now we got a story from Bree Shaw. Um, she says, hey, guys. My mom group recommended your podcast and I have been obsessed ever since. Yay. Thank you for telling your mom groups, guys. At the moment, my husband and I are in Greece with our four (gasps) children. And this is where my story begins. Oh, I'm sure it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have four children. My three bigs are my stepchildren that we have full custody of and live with full time. My daughter is 16 and the boys are 14 and 13. Our youngest is an eight month old boy. Oh, wow. 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 So 16, 14, 13, and eight months. That's a lot. For some reason that I cannot explain, we thought it would be a great idea to baptize our son in Greece. So, of course, we had to fly here. Our trip was 
rocky from the beginning, but my 14-year-old really wanted to bring his computer and a huge argument erupted. <sighs> Following that, our GPS decided to choose that day to be an asshole and we ended up <laughs> taking over an hour longer than usual to get to the airport, mm. heading in the wrong direction for the first 20 minutes. No! Our kids fought over which movie to watch in the car and the baby didn't nap at all. We finally got to the airport parking, parked our car, and waited in the shuttle to the airport. And waited for the shuttle to the airport. The first two shuttles were too full to fit us in our mini circus, oh so God. we had to wait 45 <gasps> minutes before finally boarding the shuttle. Holy shit. When we, dude, I know that feeling. We took the shuttle from here, from Van Nuys to LAX, because they have a shuttle that'll take you. Uh-huh. We missed our flight because <gasps> it took forever to get us all put on the shuttling there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that sucks. It's so stressful. And then you're not in control because you're not driving. And that is another thing. Oh, girl. And you know I like to be in control. Yep. yep. Even I was like, I can't <laughs> handle this. I was like, faster. Um, we get to the check-in and the line is long. My husband takes the opportunity to leave me alone with the four cranky, hungry, irritable children and go chain smoke outside. Oh, Wow. My boys have the ability to argue about everything and displays this talent frequently when we're in public places. Great. By this point, I'm done. I've had enough of vacation and I need some Baileys in my coffee. That's <laughs> hilarious because it hasn't even started. <laughs> when we reach the front of the line, we check in without a hitch and head towards customs to get this shit over with. My 13-year-old loses his passport. He can't find it anywhere. Oh, He empties no. his backpack. He searches his pockets. My husband yells, and I'm stressed. Oh, the, line, the line up slowly grows longer behind us, with people peering around to see what the holdup is. Oh, they're holding everyone up? Yeah. I am one-handedly searching the stroller, juggling my wiggly eight-month-old on my hip as he attempts to drive from my arms and touch everything. <laughs> Dive from... As he attempts to dive for my arm and touch everything. <sighs> my husband finds a passport in his hand. What? Is it too early for sangria, she says. Oh, that is rage doves right there. Oh, the ticket agent warns us that the gate is far and we make the trek. Oh, God. <laughs> we make the trek to the gate. Me pushing the stroller laden with bags while I have my 25 pound son in the carrier. Oh, God. My older children take this as a good time to ask for every single thing that we walk by no suddenly everyone needs a 900 neck pillow and everyone is obviously dying of thirst i'm <laughs> angrily stomping through the airport snapping no frequently and frequently and furiously <laughs> turns out our gate is a 40 minute walk <gasps> what a long 40 minutes it is <sighs> we get to our gate and i breathe out a sigh of relief as my husband takes the bigs to go get food drinks and whatever will shut them up for the next 10 hours <laughs> I stay with the baby who happily crawls about searching for things to shove in his mouth. Great. A woman starts videotaping him and I lose it. I can feel the rage coming and it ain't pretty. As I'm reaming her out, my sister-in-law appears out of thin air. My sister-in-law is racist, homophobic, has three perfect children and goes to hot yoga five days a week. I hate her. Surprise! She's on our flight. A glass of wine is looking more and more appealing by the minute. What? My husband arrives with the bigs. The boys continue to fight. My 14-year-old runs off, and they take a full 30 minutes to convince him not to leave the fucking airport. What? Finally, we board the plane. Wait, what? I don't know. Yeah, her sister is Do you on. get a sense that this was something, this was something that 
her husband had agreed with or it just happened that way? Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Just that alone could be a real nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. I I would be like, what? What? Finally, we board the plane. We paid extra to have the bassinet seat and extra leg space, not knowing that there would be no storage for the diaper bag except the overhead storage. The ride itself wasn't terrible. The baby pooped through three outfits in the first hour, (laughs) but then slept through until we began to land. We separated the bigs, my husband two rows back with our 14-year-old and me wedged between 16 and 13-year-old with the baby on my lap. I even managed to close my eyes for about 20 minutes. The seatbelt sign turns on and we're ready to land. The baby wakes up and looks at me wide-eyed. His bottom lip sticks out and his chin presses against his chest, making his neck invisible. I know that look. He's shitting. And oh, how he shits. (laughs) (laughs) We're on our second last outfit, so this is it. The diaper bag is in the overhead compartment. I don't have a blanket. I sit in horror as I feel his poop dripping down my leg. No! The stench makes me making me gag. Uh, no! He has a punani. Wait. Whoa. <laughs> he has had a punami. Oh it's a real like a tsunami punami. Okay. It's not a- to be <laughs> Punani. Punani. Which is, which is, which like, is just a vagina, yeah. right? Okay. So he, he does it not is have then a that I realize he has a Punani. He does not have a okay. Punani. He has a Poon. Well, we call it a Poopocalypse at my house. Right. So this is a Poonami. <laughs> it's more of a tropical poo-nami. storm. Okay. So he sits on my lap in his diaper, poo soaking my capris and dripping down my socks. Poo <gasps> in his hair. <gasps> of course. <gasps> So it takes 30 minutes to land, and when we do, I run to the bathroom. Oh, my God. At least he didn't cry. I change him and leave the bathroom to pass him to my husband, then quickly change into my extra clothes. Hey, girl, you brought extra clothes? Uh, That is good on you. I am very impressed. The aisle is full of people depleting. My husband is far away. There's poop on my pants. I desperately say, can you take the baby to him? And he gestures to the people in front of him. Three hot 20-something guys, clearly on a bro trip. One of them says, should I just pass him back? Clearly is a joke, but I'm like, yes, please. As I shove my baby to the next guy who passes him back to my husband. At a girl. They all get a good laugh out of it, as I do. As do I, as I retreat to the tiny bathroom and peel poop-covered Capri leggings <gasps> off. I do a quick baby wipe wash and slide into shorts. We exit the plane. We stand... With all the other parents who gate check their strollers. going? One by one, strollers are handed out. Slowly, we become the last ones. My husband's itching for a cigarette. My daughter is worried because her suitcase will get stolen. My daughter's worried that her suitcase will get stolen. My boys are once again arguing. It's been 15 minutes. Surely my stroller will be here soon. I send them to get the luggage without me. I wait and wait and wait and realize that my husband has my passport. And we need to go through the border before going to get... Our luggage. Uh, I'm stressed that he just went through without me. My stroller doesn't come. I ask where it is and find out that it's been sent to the belt. That's cool. I'll just go get it there. I'm told no. They've sent it here. I must wait. Another 20 minutes passes. My back hurts. My baby's fussing. My bigs are somewhere waiting for me. I ask again. They've lost it. (gasps) But don't worry. They think they know where it is. (laughs) An hour later... 
I receive my stroller and rush off to join my family. An hour later? I stress walk down the long hallway wondering where my family and passport are. I see my 13-year-old down the long hallway. He heads towards me and is stopped by a security guard. I begin to frantically screech, That's my son. He's with me. The security guard allows him to come through and he hands me my passport. Phew. We pick up our car and start the three-hour drive to the village. It's an, <laughs> a three-hour drive. It's an absolute chaotic ride. <laughs> we stop four times so my husband can smoke. We stop once because the baby is hysterically screaming. We stop twice for food. By the time we arrive to my in-laws, I'm done. Oh, that's why her sister and okay. mom is on the plane. I hand my baby to my mother-in-law. I send my bigs to unpack their stuff, and I sit with my husband and have a glass of ouzo. Oh, good. Vacations are fun. So that's one of my many stories. With four kids, I often have days that make me want to throw in the towel. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Bree Shaw. Wow, Bree. That is epic. Dude, wow. I feel like I flew on that plane with me her. Me too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I mean, I feel like there are a few things in there where if that was the whole story, that would be I enough. I that she just handed those guys her poop kit. She's yeah. Like, Here, fine. You want to make a joke? You can hold my poop, kid. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Kudos for to you for packing an extra outfit and, and even just yeah. knowing to have like three or four outfits for your baby. Can we go. just talk about flying to Greece? Like, I like that she was like, you know what? This is stupid. We shouldn't even be going to the airport. Based on the like the shuttle, uh huh. Like, I can't imagine if you hit that all that, and then you're like, and now we still have to go to Greece. Yeah, and now let's get on a many hours long flight all the way to Europe. Yeah, yeah. I love too that they're like, oh, we'll find it. I've been to Greece. They're pretty. They're pretty laid back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like if they're like, okay, you can go give her her passport. Exactly. They'd be like, nope, you're stuck. Yeah, you're fucked. I guess you live here now. Have you seen that movie? That's your life. Oh, my God. Have you seen that movie where the guy lives in the in the airport? Yeah. No. Terminal. Terminal. Yeah. I almost said Castaway, but that's not the same movie. <laughs> Remember Castaway where he's got a long beard and he's naked and he's in an airport? <laughs> he only has one friend named Wilson. It's a ball in an airport. <laughs> that's that crazy guy who lives in the airport that is, yep that's oh funny. man oh well, well thank you guys for writing us Bree and Allie yeah thank you so much and, and if any of you out there have any stories that you want to share with us please send us your emails send us your shit shows because we love reading them and if you have sent in a story and we have yet to read it do not despair we are simply harried mothers who <laughs> can't find our way out of a box sometimes uh, and uh and i'm always in a box what's happening um <laughs> betsy what are you in a box I, am i in a box i can't find my way out uh, <laughs> there's all these emails in here and i just can't get around to reading them but yeah so just because you sent it a long time ago doesn't mean we uh won't read it at some point that's right we're collecting them <laughs> We're hoarding them. Yeah. So if you like the show, subscribe to us, rate it, review it, tell some people about it, tell your mom group, tell your best friend. Also, like us on Facebook, join us in our Facebook group. There's like 
tons of listeners in there hanging out. It's super fun. Follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show. And also, please send us your parenting nightmares. We want to hear them. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And also leave a message on our hotline. Uh, call me with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four. Uh, call me with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four. Uh, call me with your shit show. Four two four two seven nine eight eight four two. All right, everybody. Well, Allie, you're doing a great job. Bree, you're doing a great job. So you know. For all you others out there, keep up the good work because you're doing an awesome job. <laughs> if you find yourself getting shit on. <laughs> yeah, you find yourself sitting on a plane on the way to Greece with your hot yoga sister-in-law and a hot leg full of fucking shit. Or you decide to go camping with three new human beings in your in your family. and No and place to put your baby. <laughs> no place to put your baby. And no booze. Oh, my God. Know that you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. I'm Max Lasser, the host of The Calories, a three-episode podcast miniseries about making weight loss easier. After I lost 100 pounds by calorie counting in 2015, I started to realize why the way I was doing it before, just eating healthy and exercising, wasn't working for me. The podcast features experts from Mount Sinai Hospital, Mayo Clinic, and more. And you can check it out from Campfire Media on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. Campfire.